What would happen if we had the boldness and the presence to lean into our edges and grow from our core? See, in a world that's shaped by yesterday, constantly chasing into tomorrow, I'm inviting you into a conversation where lifestyle, business, and consciousness share the same office space as your purpose and your brand. This is the Supernova Podcast, and I'm your hostess, Lena Ski. Before I tuck into today's conversation, I just want to acknowledge the next door neighbor's parrot, this African grey that's squawking incessantly in a bid to, I don't know, get affirmed, have its voice heard, have some sort of validation. And it's easy in humanity, let's just take this as a metaphoric example, to suppress our own indulgence because the environment doesn't allow us to have the things we need or want. It doesn't allow us to accentuate and encapsulate our own purpose and be who we really are because we're constantly navigating and reacting to the environments around us. And I can see this in business. I can see this in clients' businesses. I can see this in the nature of the world. So instead of suppressing the challenge, the chaos, the confusion, the inaudible things that I cannot edit out of this podcast because I am not the third year students that I'm looking forward to meeting at Cape Audio College, which are studying sound engineering, but roll with it. So if the squawking becomes inherently crazy, just notice that part in you that puts up a fight against elements that are out of one's control in a bid to create and accentuate and allow business, purpose, meaning, and all the things that we're inherently here infusing ourselves into as we do what it is we do. So there are so many conversations I want to have right now, but the one that's really loud and clear and that's landed up in my mailbox is one around artificial intelligence. I'm reading this piece from a research paper which starts off by quoting summoning the demon, the new tools of our oppression, and children playing with bums are just some of the few ways the world's top researchers and industry leaders are describing the threat of artificial intelligence onto mankind. There's a quote of a reference to a Tesla-owned car that killed its driver because of autopilot feature, and a self-driving Uber car in Arizona that killed a pedestrian, even though there was a driver behind the wheel, and countless other stories. And it just honestly put, put me in my tracks and made me laugh, because no... I don't want to sound insincere and I don't want to take away from the humanity of this. I don't know who those people are. I don't think I know who those people are. And I and I send so much love and condolence to their family and the fact that they're no longer part of this narrative and the story and contributing to something forward thinking and engineering and on the cusp of what's next. I really do feel that, and yet I find it 
fascinating, like this parrot, which is teaching me a lesson, that it's so easy to externalize blame. I can't record my podcast. I haven't been able to record my podcast for the last couple of weeks because that thing has been squawking on autopilot. I can get, I, I've become really good at numbing out. I can get numbing out headphones, you know, those great, awesome um, candy headphones. That's not going to stop me from recording a podcast. And I can hand over power and attribute causality to something out there. And yes, these things have happened. I don't know the exact police report, medical report on causality and how it all instigated. I'm not a CSI detective on any way, shape or form. But why is it that we're so quickly to rush and blame these things when it's also our inherent brokenness that is killing the planet. It is our inherent lack or desire for comfort and convenience that is putting plastic in the ocean, which now children are being born with in our lifetime. The microplastics are being found in new fetuses, which is boggling in itself and yet if it's found in a whale and it's found in a fish it's no it's it's easy to fathom that we're going to be giving birth to plastic because we're consuming plastic we are we, we might not be inherently putting it in our mouths but we're consuming it you know we go to war with each other we um that shark might kill somebody, that, that, that hunger might kill somebody. There's all these external things that are robbing us of our humanity and our right to be human and our right to live and our right to express ourselves and our right to exist and our right to experience all the things that we're here to experience. That to now make AI the Hollywood blockbuster demon which I know we have and I know we will, is laughable in a sense because who's programming what? Who's writing the narrative? Who's writing the business plan on all of this, right? Who's writing the marketing script on all of this? Who's accentuating the word of mouth story that's allowing these stories to still be in existence? and find all the nooks and crannies to get to us and touch our most sensitive parts, our incomplete parts, our parts that are still healing, our parts that are still growing, our parts that have become broken through space, time, condition, and all that is in between. Why is it that we shapeshift and promote an epic saga that doesn't empower us? And I know in these movies and I know in these narratives, sometimes we need this auto-destruction for humanity to rise, for a collective consciousness to emerge, for a collection of people to come round towards something and be the heroes that we really are. 
I know that. It's it's in the hero's journey. It's in so many narratives out there. It is in the business story that a lot of the businesses out there are. It's in a lot of the archetypes that we embody, both through branding and our personality and our way of showing up and presenting our resumes and our personal brands and our business brands and our ideas to the world. It's here. It's already in the room. So where does this take this conversation if we're not only allowing ourselves to take the responsibility for our peace in this narrative? It's so easy to attribute blame. It's so easy to project and induce and all these different wounds that we have playing out and we're creating these broken businesses and these broken brands because of it. Influencers who are learning to get their self-worth, their validation, their significance met by copious amounts of social media strategy. Brands and businesses that are broken, that no lean startup canvas or or 50-page business plan can truly fix because this is part of our gift. Our brokenness is our gift to the world. Quite a statement to get ourselves around. And yet, deep down, I know that if you're listening to this, it's either going to push some button in you or it's going to push some resonance in you. And ultimately, at the end of the day, it's going to push some resonance in you. The question is, will you deny it? Will you internalize it? Will you freak out and and turn this into a freak comment show? Or will you allow yourself to own something in what it is you do as I choose to own something in what it is I do so that I can create more meaning, more purpose in the business I lead and how I help my clients actualize that and create these cultures that allow truth and the real meaning of things to rise. We can demonize anything and everything. Our competitors, our lack of marketing budgets, finance, who the finance department which isn't allowing us to do it, people who aren't responding or engaging in the way that we want them to, not enough feedback, too much feedback. There are so many ways to kill anything, really, if we truly and absolutely want to. And even when we don't, our smothering, our lack of smothering, our distance, our overcompensations, all of these pieces come into play. What are we going to do about that? If those are the things that are then creating the technology that we use, yes, the technology then complements parts of us that are broken. I love having a phone with instant internet access. I love having a phone that has a calculator on it so I can quickly 
put the power there, solve my problems, solve my mathematical equation that I need to do, work out the percentage of what it is I need to be doing, work out my budget that way, put the power there so that I can carry on doing what it is that I'm here to do and stay in my truth, my element, my genius, my growth. There is value in all of these things. And yet there is a twisted other thing to all of these things. And I'm not making this specifically about technology, even though I started with this being a conversation about technology. But what I want us to notice, what what I'm noticing is... This isn't about compartmentalizing or departmentalizing these things and attributing causality to these things. Customer service isn't good. Our marketing budget isn't good. Our finance, the way that we manage our finances isn't good. The way that we talk to our shareholders isn't good. That our relationships aren't good. Whatever isn't good, whatever we're confining and labeling and trying to oppress in a way isn't what we should be oppressing what if the question isn't what should we be fixing but what should we be enhancing what should we be allowing ourselves to live for I was chatting to an old coaching client of mine not necessarily an old coaching client but a a, a coach in training that I helped develop and we're talking about humanity and business and technology and the truth is we can become the most artificial thing in the room really truly and absolutely businesses that don't allow feelings and emotions and values into the workplace and I'm not just talking about corporate I'm talking about our everyday life I'm talking even about a small business owner or an entrepreneur that is so scared of negative feedback, even though they're so say they're so willing to fail, but doesn't really want to hear the truth about where things are bombing out because there is just too much of a wound in the structure of that, in the design of that, in having to take responsibility on hey, you know what? I'm not perfect. And even these businesses out there, these corporates, these conglomerations, even the most successful businesses are broken businesses. And that's what makes us human businesses. That's what makes us in the business of humaning. That's what we're actually all doing. Whether you want to call it B2B or B2C, I love um, the whole notion of H to H. And I want to take that H to H a little bit further because at the end of the day, we're helping other peoples be better humans. That app is allowing me to be a better human because I'm not able to outsource that thinking or that attributing or that correlating to that app. Or it's able to allow me to design better or move around certain programming better in a way that enables me and empowers me without making me feel flawed and incomplete. The same can be said for something else. So where are we enabling our growth? Where are we enabling ourselves to actually have what is meaningful to us? And where will we realize that even the most broken business, the most human business, whether you're a solution provider, a 
product provider, service-based business. We're all here to help some other human be human. The value of that and the values we play into may be more or less superficial. It may be a quest, endless quest to entertain that person to a deeper quest to nourish and educate that person. But none of that spectrum is wrong because we're allowing another human to exist. How would this narrative change the conversation about how we're having a conversation around artificiality, authenticity, and transcending intelligence into actual wisdom? Where would this change the war on this is right and that is wrong? Where would this perpetuate and enable a new narrative to take shape and form, a new culture to emerge, and a purpose to finally have its place to be lived? In everything that it encapsulates, in everything that it is here to do and be and experience in itself. Just a curiosity, just an observation on the narrative we seem to be condemning and the narrative we're not allowing ourselves to embrace. So there you have it. There's no more room at the edge of maybe. In fact, maybes have been taken out and scrapped all the list altogether. Because you're not just in business to create products and services. I mean, that might have been what got you out of bed this morning. That might be what's getting you to pay the bills. But you're here to own so much more. You're here to encapsulate so much more and embody so much more. You're actually in the business of creating openings, shaping connections, and establishing engagement. And this is your exact moment in the space-time continuum to find yours. Because you are moments away from being in the whole new class of emergence and sharing your genius in a very unique, bold way. This has been Lena Ski for the Supernova Podcast. And if you like this, love this, absolutely roared about this, check on over to our patron page because there's some extra awesome things happening there for all our patrons. And of course, we could always do with more exponential love to really catapult this future of work into the way that's actually going to make a difference in the world. But, and so much more, if you're ready to become magnetic, evolutionary, and a whole lot more in charge of what it is you're putting out into the world, and intuitively design the products, businesses, service, solutions, and the talents you need to discover and deliver that thing that's unique to you and the DNA of what it is that's being birthed in this moment, you're going to love everything else happening over at www.lenaski.com. See you there.